0: Thank you.
1: Welcome to R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am the owner of R.A.W.F., Lord Amadeus, in the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. Uh, I, I... Apparently, uh, apparently uh, my co-host is running... I know I saw him earlier. He just came... I saw the choco truck parked outside. I don't know where... L vacant is, uh, hopefully he'll show up here. He he runs late sometimes, I guess. Uh, but until then, I guess I'm running solo. And, uh, so let's talk about, first of all, Immortal eight is tomorrow night. Ladies and gentlemen, just less than 24 hours away. The biggest pay-per-view in R.A.W.F. history comes to you live from Soldier Field in Chicago, Illinois. It is Immortal eight. So much to talk about with that. We will get to all that in just a few minutes. But as I know a lot of you like to do, and since he's not here, and since I need to get it out of the way, uh, since Elvacant's not here to read it, I'll go ahead and read off uh, the RAWF rankings. This is six out of the ten matches for the period, uh, running from uh, unyielding to Tomorrow's Immortal. Uh, So uh, here we go. Six out of ten matches. Number 25, the, the lovely Mabel Harry, your current Midnight Hobo champion. At number 24 is Strangleheart. At number 23, reigning champion's choice champion, Killa Neptune. At number 22, here's a name I don't think we've ever said uh, on After Hours and rankings or otherwise, Dr. Kent. Dr. Kent uh, popping up in the top 25 for the first time in his R.A.W.F. career at number 22. Number 21 is the Paragon of Greatness. At number 20, Uber Vegan T.P.O. At number 19, R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, Money Sue. At number 18, the reigning FUBAR City Champion, Iceman King Parsons, I.K.P. At number 17... All right, a Hall of Famer, Uncle Frank. At number 16, your White Lightning champion and a man who, who wants to make a huge statement tomorrow at Immortal 8. He is a Claymore. At number 15 is Slashy. At number 14, the reigning Platinum Dragon champion, Bees. At number 13 is Hobo Ezekiel. At number 12, a Cassie Joe. At number 11 is Lady Vex. At number 10, the Teflon Chic. At number 9, DW, the Domino Warrior. At number 8, Mrs. Luzon Warrior Queen Falcon, a.k.a. Lou, baby. At uh, number 7 is uh, your reigning multimedia champion, Dev. At number 6, reigning Triple Crown champion, Liam O'Shaughnessy at number 5 reigning superstars champion Mithras the title machine at number 4 the reigning national champion Luke Cage at number t- number 3 uh reigning estrogen champion Tigris at number 2 he is uh, simply the best so he is he has been coming on strong has STB uh number 2 Uh, Six out of ten rankings period matches here. And at number one, uh, you're reigning world men, supreme fighter, and ultimate gauntlet champion. And also the winner of the extra point tournament. Uh, He is easily number one. He is the immortal Griffith. So six out of ten rankings matches scored. And in the books. I'm posting this list in the top 25 scene as we speak. All right. There we go. So that's done. That's talked about. And uh, for those of you who didn't get to hear it, go check out the top 25 rankings period matches. All right. Immortal 8, as we know, features a lot of great matches, great title matches, but it also has two very important things uh, going for it that we always love to talk about and enjoy. First of all, the eighth annual Xanther the platinum dragon Memorial tournament, ladies and gentlemen, you have just less than 24 hours now to sign up for the Xanther the platinum dragon Memorial tournament. Right now we have 117 people signed up and, uh, that's a great number. I like that. I'd like to see it be a tad bit bigger, uh, before it's all said and done, I will hit the button on the tournament tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The prizes for the tournament, once again, total payout of 205 million coins and 20,000 wrestler bucks, an entrance video by Beast, and two promo picks that made by me. Uh, the winner will get a hundred million coins. 10,000 wrestler bucks, an entrance video, and a promo pick. Runner up will get 45 million coins, 4,000 wrestler bucks, and a promo pick. The two semifinalists will each get 20 million coins and 2,000 wrestler bucks. And the four quarter finalists will get 5 million coins and 500 wrestler bucks. Uh, I want, I, once again, thanks to everyone who donated to this year's Xanthan or the Platinum Dragon. Memorial Tournament. Second thing, Mortal always holds is the announcements of the RAWF Hall of Fame inductions, uh, inductionees, and induct whatever you want to call them, uh, at Radiversary next month. Which, by the way, Radiversary comes to you from Cleveland, Ohio, on May 30th. The induction ceremony will take place at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, as it always does. So. Looking forward to that tomorrow night. We will be announcing uh, the new members to the R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame Class of 2021. Very much looking forward to that. Uh, the, The Hall of Fame committee has made their decisions. It is set in stone. We just wait for the announcements tomorrow. All right. Now let's run down. Um, the list of matches we have set for Immortal 8. It is going to be one hell of a card, I tell you what. And a, a lot of stories here, a lot of interesting uh, uh, things going on. Uh, it is definitely going to be one of the biggest shows we've ever done. Uh, some interesting matchups on the undercard. You have Whispering Reaper taking on Katrina Havoc. You have Aaron McFadden taking on Kane the Governor. You have Denzel the Giant. Taking on Marcus Conan, you have Aggie apparently taking on his a member of his fellow member of Cosa Nostra, the Hawkster. Apparently, Hawkster hasn't been following orders uh, for some reason, and Aggie wants to wants to teach him a lesson at Immortal Eight. Uh, so those two will go be having having a match. Um, let's see. We have a four corner Texas bull rope match between the belt collector and Strangleheart. Belt collector, newcomer to RAWF. Strangleheart uh, gonna show him the ropes, so to speak, here in RAWF in this four corner Texas bull rope match. Moxie takes on Mistress the Title Machine in a Flu Bar City Street Fight Challenge. War Games. This should be really good. Look at the first ever war games here in RAWF. You have... Black Irish, which of course is Maeve O'Hare, Liam O'Shaughnessy, Scythe, and IKP to take on Luke Cage, Chris Cage, the Lord of Pain, and Wildfire in a War Games situation. Six-man challenge, it will be... Let me make sure I get their name right because I have it right. Fractured and Deranged, which is Demented Fallen Angel, Marcus Caliber and uh, his brother Alex will be, will all three will team up to take on the team of Zyberlink's Lord of Pain and Chris Sharpenstein in a six-man challenge match. In a special challenge match, it will be myself taking on Lady Vex here in, in, at Immortal in front of her hometown crowd. I'm looking forward to that. We've both had our statements here. In recent days, if you haven't checked those out, you should read them. They're both pretty pretty good, I think. Clash of the Titans: Vacant takes on Unstoppable. Wait, Elvacant's still not here. Okay, well, I guess I guess maybe he is. He's, I don't know where he's at. We'll have to figure that out later. High Voltage Steel Cage. This one is a feud that's been going on for ages, back before RAWF was just a. With just a sparkle in my eye, uh, these two have been going at it. It is the Razor and Jerrica Page. And then, in probably the, one of the biggest grudge matches in RAWF history, this one's been over a year in the making, the Paragon of Greatness to take on Claymore in a Say Your Prayers match. Ugh. And this one, this one isn't just going to be about wins or losses. This one could take, rip someone's pride right out of them. Whether it be Paragon of Greatness or Claymore, we find out tomorrow is the loser has to pray for forgiveness, beg for forgiveness or whatever you want to call it at the end of the match. These two, you do, whoever loses this match is going to lose a hell of respect and a hell of a lot of pride. No doubt about it. All right. Being said, I'm going to bring on... RAWF High Voltage Invitational GM and Anything Goes GM so that she can inform us of what will be happening in her divisions tomorrow at Immortal. Let's bring on the one and only. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What
0: doesn't kill you makes you stronger.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the first lady of anarchy. She is the cougar. Good evening, Cougs. Good evening, LA. (laughs) So, Cougs, uh, you have you're in charge of two divisions. Both those divisions will have title matches tomorrow. Would you like to announce who those matches, who won the high voltage invitational and the anything goes challenge?
2: Okay, anything goes. I attempted to announce last week, but, you know, I had some technical difficulties of my own. Uh, So we will be having Hobo facing off against the current champion, Boney. And Boney has decided he wants to defend in a submission match, which means Mm -hmm. anything goes, any moves. You can use defense. You can use your bots. But you must use a hold move as the final move before you pin your opponent. So if that is failed, let's say Boney forgets to use the hold move, Hobo gets the title, even though Boney may win the match.
1: Okay, then that sounds fair. Sounds fair. Because, I mean, that's how the anything goes, division goes. You can't make a mistake. Uh, Win or lose. If you make a mistake, don't follow the rules. You lose the match. And in this case, it's the big one for the title. Anything goes championship. So if Boney does not finish the match with a hold, uh, but wins the match, he does still lose the title. Okay, Coops. Very, nice. right. very nice. Very uh, nice. So let's talk about the high voltage invitational. The current reigning white lightning champion is Claymore, who is his opponent tomorrow at Immortal.
2: I was pulling for three certain ones for this season. I tried to pick ones that not too many would pull for, and of course, I picked two Anarchy and I picked Wolfie, and it will be Wolfie going against Claymore tomorrow. I do believe this is his first title shot, isn't it?
1: Um, his first title shot, the White Lightning. I do believe he had a men's title. He's had one men's title. opportunity uh, in the recent past but this would be this is probably the biggest match of his raw career yes
2: okay well we have i have the four that are going in should he win if he loses he can keep his spot and the fourth place person is bumped out Uh, so going in we have mithras we have unsettled chris cage We have Hobo, and we have Hotshot Chaz. Again, if Wolfie loses, he can keep his spot, which will bump Chaz out. If any of the other three do not want their spot in the next season, they need to let me know ASAP so that I can adjust who goes in.
1: All right. Awesome. Awesome sauce and uh so we it is Claymore versus Wolfie for the White Lightning Championship tomorrow at Immortal. Wolfie looking for his first RAWF championship. Uh can he get it against Claymore tomorrow in the high-voltage steel cage? We find out. Coop, stick around. I'm sure you have a couple things you couple matches tomorrow that you would like to discuss if I unless I'm wrong. Yes, sir. All right. So
2: oh, you're not wrong.
1: Yeah, I'm sure I'm not. All right. Thank you, Coob. So it will be Claymore versus Wolfie White Lightning Championship on the line tomorrow at Immortal 8. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now I turn to uh, the tag report that I got from Unstoppable just minutes ago. Uh, tags report the final top five of season three after all matches the final top five teams are in first place and the winners uh, of the tag team title shot it is hotness these and Tiggs, former tag team t- champions they held it for seven months uh one of the longest reigns in RAW history they get a chance at those titles against the feral Beast tomorrow at immortal in second place were a more dw and slashy in third place swords and scimitars claymore and teflon Sheik. and fourth place the reigning champions feral beasts and in fifth, fifth place school buddies wolfie and prince uh congratulations to hotness we will be facing the tag team champions feral beasts coos and beast at immortal Last chance to sign up for the coming season of tag teams. Sign up for the next season will be closing tomorrow after the pay-per-view radio show. And the extra points tournament is open for signups. Signups will close May 1st. All right. So that is your tag team report. So Feral Beast will defend against Hotness tomorrow at Immortal. That should be one of hell of a tag team match. Hotness were one hell of a tag team champions uh, not too long ago. Feral Beasts will have a challenge on their hands uh, for the titles. Uh, Coogs will be defending her Powerball Championship against Papa Shaker, who won the Powerball Tournament. Congratulations to Papa Shaker, but I don't congratulate him having to go against Coogs for that Powerball Championship. Uh, So that one should be a good one, though. Uh, Dev will defend her Multimedia Championship against Cassie Jo. This is, that is another one that's going to be a hellacious battle uh, for, for the Multimedia title. Triple Crown Championship, it'll be Liam O'Shaughnessy uh, defending the title against his fellow member of Black Irish Sive and Knox Boogie, R.A.W. Hall of Famer Knox Boogie. Uh, former World Heavyweight Champion. That's going to be an interesting situation. As we know, Liam was helped to win the Triple Crown Championship from Chris Cage uh, at Unyielding with the help of Scythe in that match. They double teamed. Scythe got himself back into the Triple Crown Contendership. Will the history repeat itself a second pay-per-view in a row? Will Syd help Liam retain that Triple Crown Championship over Knox Boogie? Midnight Hobo Championship, Maeve O'Hare to defend against Uncle Frank, the Monster of the Hills. That one uh, could be the biggest challenge of Maeve's Midnight Hobo, career, Midnight Hobo reign. Uh, she's held that belt for quite a few months now, uh, longest reigning female Midnight Hobo champion in R.A.W.F. history. Does that all come to an end tomorrow night at the hands of the Monster of the Hills? Fubar City Championship, Iceman King Parsons, simply the best. IKP STB. Omg, ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be a hell of a Foo Bar City Championship match. STB, not known for his hardcore style, he's more of a technical wrestler, but he knows that to, he knows that a Foo Bar City Championship couldn't be can be used as a stepping stone to the World Heavyweight Championship especially considering how well he's doing in the rankings right now. He needs to win that match to keep up uh, in the top three, top two or three. Uh, IKP though is not going to let that FUBAR City Championship uh, go easily. Estrogen Championship. It'll be Tigress versus Wildfire. This is a rematch from two months ago at Love Hurts. Two months ago, Tick. Tiggs retained her title over Wildfire. This is a rematch um, on the biggest stage of them all in Soldier Field. Does history repeat itself here? Then Tigress go 2-0 and oh against Wildfire? We find out tomorrow at Immortal. We have this it, Griff's Knight, the Immortal Griffith's Knight is not easy at all. Uh, we know, first of all, he's got to defend the Supreme, Champ, Supreme Fighter Championship against former Supreme Fighter champion Deez, who is currently the reigning Platinum Dragon champion. Uh, He also has to defend the men's championship against Mithras, the title machine, who won the Arsenal of the Month. And then he has to defend the World Heavyweight Championship against the Paragon of Greatness in the main event. We'll talk more about that in a few minutes. But that that is one hell of a task for the Immortal Griffiths. If he can walk out with all three of those titles tomorrow night, especially considering his record in defending the World Championship, uh, where he's never successfully defended it, if he walks out with all three titles tomorrow at Immortal, mark it down. I'll even say it. Immortal was his pay-per-view. I'll say it and not have any problems with it any from any further because that is going to be one hell of a task if he can do that. Interesting, though. Griff versus Mithras for the men's championship. Griff versus D's for the Supreme Fighter Championship, and then D's versus Mithras for the Platinum Dragon Championship. It's kind of a big triangle there. Uh, interesting how things work out uh, at Immortal. Of course, last year uh, there was a bit of a triangle as well. We'll get we'll get in we'll we'll talk more about that in just a little bit. National Championship Luke Cage, and he's been. I'll say he's been on fire is kind of literal and figurative at this point, uh, but he has, but he, and he faces a man who's also wants to be on fire. That's hot shot Chaz for that national title. Chaz looking for his R.A.W.F. gold. He's had several opportunities, been unable to make the most of them. Can he do it on the biggest stage in R.A.W.F.? We will find out Tomorrow at immortal luke cage versus hotshot cash national title and i said like i said platinum dragon championship d's defending that title for the first time but he's got to do it against mr against a man who knows how to win titles at immortal uh he is mithras the title machine mithras of course won the world headweight championship at the very first immortal over haruki he's had several victories it's very difficult to beat the title machine at immortal as many people have found out, including both Paragon and the Immortal Griffith last year at Immortal. And then, of course, the big one. This one is the Immortal Griffith, the Paragon of Greatness, possibly the greatest rivalry in RAWF history. It is for the World Heavyweight Championship. If you listened to this show last week, it even got a little heated. You can tell these two competitors are ready for this match. It could be, possibly be the biggest match in R.A.W.F. history. Two tel- colossal two colossal opponents, two Hall of Famers, the biggest singles title in all of W.U., the Immortal Griffith and the Paragon of Greatness in the main event at Immortal. Woo, wow. Well, still no L vacant, so I guess I'm just going to fly solo for now. Uh, but... Let's bring since she was here just a few seconds ago, I'll bring the First Lady of Anarchy back, Coogs, yeah, uh, you have two big matches tomorrow, two championships to defend uh first of all, let's talk about the Powerball championship. You've been powerball champion for a few months now getting getting quite comfortable with that title uh tomorrow, Papa Shaker challenges you for that powerball championship. Tell me how. Tell me what you know about Papa Shaker and how confident you are that you will walk out as Powerball champion at Immortal.
2: Um, he beats me quite often. However, I have recently started beating him, which tells me that the tides are probably turning in my favor. And I've made several prayers to the wrestling gods to make sure that occurs and i will probably take the same approach as i took last month and pretend not to care about that one that way i can keep it
1: <laughs> <See one minute. laughs> okay all right that's an interesting strategy i must say I I I, I I I if you know whatever works for you whatever works for you if you it want to keep <laughs> well, I mean, let's talk about the other title you're currently holding. Of course, you're holding it with Beast. You, you and Beast, the Feral Beast, are the tag team champions uh, here in RIWF, which, as you know, is not an easy feat. However, tomorrow, a really stiff challenge from former champions, Hotness, Tigs, and D's. Uh I, 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 know, I know you may not – they're not the, the – they're not high on your list to invite to dinner, but tell me what you think. Tell me about hotness and what threat they pose to you tomorrow, if any.
2: They are a good team. However, I don't feel they are as cohesive as Beast and I are.
1: Hmm. That interesting. Uh, interesting. as you. I mean, I. I, I won't disagree. Because they do seem to they do seem to have a different type of flow than you and Beast. There's no doubt about it. Uh, It's two different, two differently, two different styles. And but you know they were tag team champions for darn near seven months last year. Uh, So I mean, with that being said,
2: but that's that's also given us a year to study them and watch their different approaches to not just us but to other teams. So I, I think we have a sixty percent chance of retaining. I don't want to put it too high up there because they are a good team.
1: Okay, and that's fair.
2: You know, I still think we'll come away with them. It'll just be difficult.
3: Okay, all right. Well, it will be. It's going to be one
1: hell of a tag team match. I think. I certainly think. Uh, you know, facing former tag team champions uh, at Immortal. It, it's a hell of a challenge. It's going to be a hell of a match. We'll find out, uh, you know, you two won. You and Beast won the titles in a, a very hotly contested tag team division. And certainly uh, defending them is going to be, a, defending them for, for that long is going to be a challenge to you. I wish you best of luck. Uh, so with that being said, Cougs, I want to ask you one last question because, as you know, one year ago you were inducted into the RAWF Hall of Fame. Uh, tomorrow night we induct more members into the RAWF Hall of Fame. I'll ask you, any what names pop into your mind that you think should be inducted into this year that you're hoping will be announced tomorrow?
2: The top two for me would be Unstoppable and Hobo.
1: okay all right unstoppable <laughs> and hobo ezekiel you you wish hoping yep. for those two tomorrow okay well i am all right that's a, those are two solid picks those are two solid picks and uh you know as i said i already know who's in there so i will know uh <laughs> whether you're right or wrong on that uh, but all right thank you coops very much anything you'd like to add to anything we've talked about
2: Yes, sign-ups will close on Monday for both divisions.
1: All right. There you go. Sign-ups will close in both divisions. Go ahead.
2: Current champ and current contender can sign up for tournaments, or for the tournaments in high voltage and for the season in anything goes. It's just like any other title. If you win, the season you get to choose your own opponent
1: right. by the way cougs uh have you seen no vacant mm-hmm. did you was he out there anywhere did you before you came in have you, have you um... i
2: i i saw the blow up doll
3: that's not I, that's not mm.
1: okay
2: it's no vacant
3: it
1: is <laughs> Elvacant, but I meant the real Elvacant. You know, the guy with the booby booby pick, the oh, oh. pecs, and the and the zombie knee. Mm-mm. That guy. No? no,
2: I haven't seen him. Mm-mm. All right.
1: Well, thank you, thank you, Cougs. I appreciate it. And uh, good luck to you tomorrow in your Powerball and tag team title defenses. And I just want to take one second to say thank you for all your work here in RAWF as a GM for both the divisions that you run. You have been doing an awesome job. Extremely appreciated.
2: Thank you. I appreciate hearing that.
1: And that goes for all of my RAWF GMs: uh, Raven, Unstoppable, Razor, uh, Paragon, uh, Judgment. You know, uh, Psycho Girl. You know, we got a great GM staff here in RAWF. I appreciate everything they do uh, to help make this company what it is. So, all right. Speaking of people I appreciate, it's time to bring on our reigning Midnight Hobo champion. She's looking to add, well, actually regain a second title tomorrow at Immortal when she takes on Beast in a rematch for the Hatfield and McCoy Championship. Plus, she will be involved in the very first war games here in RAWF history. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Irish's own Maeve O'Hare joining us here the night before Immortal. Good evening, Maeve.
4: Good evening, boss man. You seem to have lost my chair.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I. I. I don't know what happened to him. Don't know why he's not here tonight. I mean, we're talking about one of the biggest shows, radio shows ever, is the night before Immortal, and here he is. I don't. I don't even know. Maybe. <sighs> I thought maybe you maybe you were distracting him somewhere. did you have you seen him anywhere? Me. Yeah, You're like you know it is me. A, Like that that would be impossible, right? That you would have anything to do with it after all. You you only distract I, him every time Come on, seriously. I
4: do no such thing.
1: I mean I don't know you, why you, you, you
4: get these scurrilous accusations from Boltzmann.
1: Yeah, right. I mean pretty sure
4: I saw him last night, he were, he were over at my place for drinks, but I don't I don't know where he is now.
1: Okay. All right. All right. That's fine. Uh well with that being said, maybe Mortal yes, Eight awesome, three different matches for you tomorrow on the biggest show in RAWF history. Let's start out with war games. This is Black Iris taking on uh Luke Cage, Chris Cage, uh The Lord of Pain and Wildfire. So it's interesting and setup we got here. Uh, we we know the issues Liam has Liam O'Shaughnessy has had with the Lord of Pain in recent so we know why those two are in there. Um, where Luke Cage and IKP they know each other very well. There's a bit of a rivalry there, so that one makes sense. Uh, you got uh, the you got the unsettled Chris Cage and Size I I don't know if there's any history between those two, but that's a good matchup. And then. Uh, you and wildfire. So, tell me how this has all got got started, and where it's going. To, where what you think, what you hope to accomplish tomorrow in war games?
4: Well, it got started because Liam Millard can't stop running his mouth whenever Denunzius around, and vice versa. I mean, they're they're like little boys on a playground. Um, to be
1: fair, to be so fair though, go- is 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 there a time when Liam can't stop running his mouth? I've seen him not, on
4: occasion with his mouth, ma- with his mouth otherwise engaged.
1: Uh, mm, not touching that. Well, <laughs> that that optometrist you, you ask- thing. Okay, never mind. Doctor <clears throat>
4: Doctor <Dr>. Joanna. <laughs> you you brought up Doctor Joanna, not me this time.
1: Uh, but at any rate, so it's, so basically, you're saying Liam got this this whole party started. Um, but Black Iris is going to finish it. I have, I assume, is what you're uh, uh, implying.
4: Of course, that's what we do. We, uh, we, we go out there and we win things. So, I mean, it don't really matter who the Lord of what's it, Lord of the Dance, is, is that what he's calling himself? No, that's not quite Lord, right.
1: Lord of Pain, Lord of Pain. But I mean. Lord of pain. And,
4: that, for sounds, you. That, that sounds like some sort of kinky bondage thing. Not that I'm here to kink shame. We don't kink shame in this house. But it, it, it do sound like something he should uh, be wearing a gift mask for. <clears throat> but that's neither here nor You were saying, All right. man?
1: All right. And then, of course, also on the other side over there, besides the Lord of Pain, you've got uh, a former tag team partner of yours, Luke Cage. But he seems to have been – under a certain influence as of late uh, of one Aggie, uh, so what do you make of what Luke's been going through, and what do you what are your plans for him tomorrow in that war games?
4: You say that like I do any sort of considering about what Luke Cage is up to. I sometimes forget that that lad exists.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And has he has he something has he something going on with Aggie? Ha, has Aggie not fucked off again? Huh. Imagine that. I, uh, okay. I can't say that I do a lot of thinking about what Luke Cage is up to. Um, if he's got something going on with Aggie, then perhaps that'll have him distracted. Um, which, you know, it, it, it's not like Luke Cage could uh, find my boots on his best of days, so I'm not too worried about him.
1: Okay. All right. Fair enough. And is there a
4: bit of a rivalry between... I, 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 this might do what you were getting to. Honestly, the person in that mix I'm most worried about is Wildfire.
1: Nah, I was just, I was just gonna get there. So, she actually beat you in the finals of the Bianchi of the Month. She you did. Were this it, it,
4: were, it were a good fight, and she earned it. And I, I hope to see her take that belt away from Tigris so that I can take it away from her.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, bit, bit of a, bit of a rivalry between you and Wildy. Is there? Is there? Uh,
5: I'm asking. I, I
4: can't think. Of, I can't. I can't think. Of, I can't think if there's anything there that that she's got that I want. Can't think of anything we have in common that we'd need to fuss about, except for being okay. gingers. But you know, I mean, all right. I, 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 sits in an ill-vacant seat without him here to say it, I will say the more redheads the better. So I'm always happy to see another redhead succeed. I want to see Coogs win her matches, and I'd like to see Wildfire win hers. Just not the one against me.
1: All right. Well, we'll find out tomorrow. War Games, for the first time in RAWF history, happens at Soldier Field. Black Irish taking on the motley crew of Cage, Cage, Denunzio, uh, and Wildfire. All right. Let's move on to the Hatfield and McCoy Championship, the rubber match, if you will, the rematch. uh, Beast. Uh, beat you for the Hatfield McCoy Championship at Unyielding, uh, looking for a little revenge and trying to get your shiny back at tomorrow at Immortal uh against Beast. Until Beast beat you last month. You'd had a pretty good you'd had a pretty clean record against Beast. What do you gotta do to get back on the winning ways against 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 the man?
4: Well I gotta not get pinned, don't I? That, I'm that just would work. i you a hard time, boss man.
5: That would work. Uh, now, yes. um,
4: as I as as I said uh, earlier this week, um, I let Beast have his fun with the Hatfield McCoy belt. Um, I kept the belt that meant more to me, but it just it seems hollow not having both of them. So uh, I've changed my mind and I want it back. He's got plenty to concern him with his tag titles. So oh, I've just got to. Pay a little more attention to him this time. I I weren't giving it my all last month, and I've learned my lesson. Uh, as much as I like Beastie, I'm not gonna take it easy on him this month. I fully intend to leave Immortal with both in the belts.
1: All right. So and then the big. Glad one. to see Mid-M- you're paying
4: attention out there, Cougs. Appreciate
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. Let's talk about the big one, then, the Midnight Hobo Championship, a title you've been, you've been a proud owner of uh, for several months now. Uh, but would you consider Uncle Frank the most dangerous challenge to your Midnight Hobo title reign to date?
5: Oh,
4: without a doubt. I mean, have you seen him? That can terrify him. I mean, he's he's a Hall of Famer. He's a former champion. Um. Not to mention he's had Paragon chirping at him for months, and that's got to be annoying as feck. I'd want to win the match just to get Paragon off me arse.
1: I mean, you're probably I mean, right. You? Uh, you're you probably right. Can you can, I,
4: you, can I, you imagine having having Paragon nattering at you all day and night? No,
1: no. Well, I mean, I suppose that's true. But at the same time, uh, Frank's been known uh, Frank's been known to take it out on Paragon from time to time, including two years ago at Immortal when he beat Paragon for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Uncle Frank's got quite the record here at Immortal. You have your work cut out for you against the Monster of the Hills. There's no doubt about it. Uh, so, with that being said, any last words for Uncle Frank before the big match, or Beast, or or the foursome that you're facing in war games?
5: Oh, I
4: mean, last year at Immortal, memory serves, I were in Cougs and Razor, and I won one and lost one, so I'm looking to improve my record this year. Uh, I apologize in advance to everyone who's in me way. Um And if Frank wants to take it out on somebody and feels that uh, Paragon is an appropriate target, I am all for that. Uh, I would ask that he do it before the main event, but wait until after Paragon beat Claymore. Um, Just kind of sneak in there, and and then he can take it out on on Paragon then. Um, (laughs) But all in all, I'm looking forward to my first immortal in the adopted hometown. Um, since someone in this company don't like doing pay-per-views in Ireland, I will take what I can get.
3: We you pay oh,
1: okay yeah all right fair enough we've done we've so done you can mark that, can mark that down
4: as uh, on your to-do list
1: on my to-do list uh, yeah add that to my growing to-do list it grows bigger every day but thank you. Mave, I'll keep that in mind. That's what certainly. She said. <sighs>
4: good night, Man. Good,
1: good night, Maeve. Good luck to you tomorrow at Immortal. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we were talking about Chris Cage moments ago. I actually for the for the first time we get to hear from the unsettled Chris Cage tonight, uh, about things. Uh, he has made a statement. And sent it in Let's listen via Vocaroo.com To the unsettled Chris Cage
0: So what if I'm crazier than crazy So what if I'm sicker than sick So what if I'm out of control Maybe that's what I like about it
6: R-A-W-F, After Hours. Tonight, yours truly, the current Saturday Night Champion, Chris Cage, breaks his silence to address some things of importance. I'm sure some or most of you may have noticed I've been a little distant lately, especially as it pertains to After Hours. It is because of these conflicting scheduling issues that I simply can't be here as often as I'd like to. So with that being said, I must do something that I really feel I have no choice but to do, and that is this. As of this moment, I hereby relinquish the Saturday Night Championship back to LA. Consider this an opportunity to those who actually tune in to After Hours week after week. Consider this your best chance to impress the boss and be gifted a shot at the Saturday Night Belt. It's very simple. Step up. Be so good that they can't ignore
5: you. That's what I've always done.
6: Oh, and don't get the wrong idea. Just because I'm vacating the Saturday Night Belt doesn't mean I'm not still hungry for championship gold. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm far from done issuing pain and suffering on anyone who is foolish enough to get in my way. This isn't the end. No, 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 no. This is the beginning of a war. And that's exactly what you can expect at Immortal, IKP. That's exactly what you can expect at Immortal, Black Irish. Because see, this all ends at Immortal. The mind games, they stop. The one-offsmanship, it ends. And the personal vendettas reach a satisfying conclusion.
5: It all ends inside
6: of war games. So the only question I have left, Black Irish, are you ready? Because I am.
1: (laughs) (sighs) See you soon. Those the words of the unsettled Chris Cage. And that was a bit unsettling, uh, to say the least. But the news, of course, that he has, is officially vacating the Saturday Night Championship uh, is huge. That does mean that next week, when the Saturday Night Championship was scheduled to be defended, that means two people, I do believe, unless the Championship Committee tells me differently, uh, two people will be chosen next week. Those of you in the chat. Uh, will be chosen from to compete to become the new Saturday Night champion. So if you want some R- some RAWF gold, be here next week and be par- be active in the chat because the championship committee is always watching. All right, we're going to take a quick song break. When we return, ladies and gentlemen, we have more people to talk to, we have more immortal to talk about. We have all kinds of things going on. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network.
0: There's a moment in your bones when, when the fire takes over. Blood is running, heart is pumping, as the battle gets close. This <laughs> is
1: Unstoppable. That is the official theme song for R.A.W.F. Immortal 8 tomorrow night uh, Speaking of that song, speaking of that I want to thank the Paragon of Greatness For the great promotional video uh, He posted, uh, I believe it was yesterday Or the day before, whichever it was It was one hell of a video uh, Great job, Paragon, certainly uh, that, is go- that is going down in history I've saved that, I, was, I am going to watch that A million times uh, in the coming week. The, it's going to be it's one hell of a job. But let's bring that man on. Not to talk about his video. Uh, but let's talk to him about his big night tomorrow. Adam Wardle, ladies and gentlemen. He is the number one contender to the World heavyweight Championship. He also has a score to settle tomorrow with Claymore. Let's bring on. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance, and the will of time. I'm the chalk line
7: outline. Everything is mine from the wind to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the.
3: my
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the paragon of greatness is here. Good evening, paragon.
8: Good evening, L.A. You know, thank you very much. But I, I want to say you were thinking your um, your GMs earlier. You, you just gave another shout-out to me. I want to say a, a huge thank you to you as well, providing us all a platform to work on. And, of course, thank you to everybody out there in the chat that's going to listen to the replays, this whole roster, making all of the work worthwhile. Uh, you know, it, it takes teamwork to make the dream work, as they say. And every single one of you, uh, hats off to you. You all make me proud to be a part of this company.
1: And again, it, the video was awesome, Paragon. You do a great job with the Ultimate Gauntlet, which I forgot to ask you for a report from. Do you have anything to report from the Ultimate Gauntlet before we continue? Uh,
8: yes, there will not be an immortal match.
1: Thank you. I appreciate the, the appreciate the report. Um but also, i want to thank you for your help in keeping uh keeping an eye on the this year's Xanther the platinum dragon uh joining we've seen and getting people in there in a prompt fashion and and sharing it so that's so how many how many people defend you for sharing that scene so many times did do you have do you have an official count?
8: You know, I, I don't have any official numbers, but but my um, numbers on that little tab that says how many fans you have certainly seems to be a lot smaller than it was.
3: <laughs> well, I'm
1: sorry about that, but yes, you you take you, you take one for the team, Paragon. That's all I can say. You did a, you did a great job. I appreciate that, uh, and and you won't have to do it much longer, as of course the tournament will start in just a little less than 24 hours. But that being said. It's now time to talk about your two matches here. Let's talk first of all uh, the "Say Your Prayers" match against Claymore. This has been a long time coming, with all the things that have gone on from legal issue, legal issues, and sneak attacks, and questions of people's characters, and it, it's 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 been an ongoing issue that all comes down to the "Say Your Prayers" match. Uh, Let's, before we continue, I have to get, have to listen to what Claymore said, uh, I believe, last week or two weeks ago. No, last week. Let's take a listen to what he had to say last week. <sighs>
9: It can only mean one thing, mortal's looming and the time for games is over. Paragon showed his true character at unyielding, selling out his fans to save himself some cash. Well that's what he thought anyway. Oops. But now I find myself being forced into a match by the powers that be. I'm already advertised on the card in a match I haven't formally accepted. I find myself asking, what do I have to gain from this? I mean, I'll be stepping in the ring with an angry bear of a man. A man that I made humiliate himself on the radio. So what's in this for me? See, I've thought on this for a while. With no title on the line, all I have is an opportunity to double down. Embarrassing the Paragon on a Pokey Radio Show is one thing. But what about the biggest event in R.A.W.S. It's good, but I don't just want to beat the guy. So here's what's going to happen. I'll fight the paragon, but I choose a stipulation. The match will be a say-your-prayers match. Anything goes. No pinfalls, no submissions. I will beat the paragon to a thin paste, and the only way the pain will stop is for him to literally beg for it to stop. I'm talking hands in a prayer position. Please, Claymore, no more. Have mercy. The paragon will be forced to grovel to the good man on the biggest show in RAWF history and then I will step up to the plate and be the true hero that radical America needs. This is the stipulation and it is non-negotiable. The paragon agrees, or the paragon stands alone in the ring waiting for a man that will never arrive. Oh, and one last thing. Parents, please don't bring your kids to the show. Protect them from the cruel world. I know things will turn out for the best in the end, but they don't need to see their hero die. Do what is right, just like I will. See you in Chicago.
1: Now, Paragon, that was one week ago that he sent in those comments. You've had a week to digest the whole thing. Uh, now that you, so, Paragon, tomorrow a lot on the line. Now, no title, but a lot of a lot of pride, and certainly a lot of dignity. What? happens tomorrow in Chicago between you and Claymore? How does this all end?
8: You know, I've talked at length about this slimy son of a bitch and how he's constantly just trying to pull the wool over the eyes of everybody listening to him, this false idol that runs under the pretense of a good man. But I um, I think that I've made it abundantly clear that Anything out of this man's mouth is a lie, but I think that I should clarify something. Uh, He likes to claim that this statement he made me read on RAWF After Hours was in some way me throwing the fans under the bus to save my own skin. I I believe that's, that's the terminology he used. I want to make this abundantly clear. Claymore got the best of me that night. He outsmarted me, kudos to him. But in no way was I throwing the fans under the bus. This guy had not just me, had the entire RAWF universe convinced with this legal facade that I was not allowed to attend our fan events. I was not allowed to stay in our locker rooms. I basically had to camp in a tent behind the arena and leave the second the show was over. What I did was a sacrifice I had to make in order to reconnect with the RAWF universe, the people that mean the most to me. So for him to say that I threw them under the bus, that I sacrificed them for myself, I take that more personally than anything he has said in this entire year prior leading into this match. You know, Claymore passed around that petition a couple of weeks ago, trying to position our match in the main event, and it's understandable. uh, Possibly one of the greatest buildups for a match we have ever seen in R.A.W.F., a match a full year in the making Solid storytelling the entire way, no gaps in time, no long, boring stretches. I understand that. So, to this Claymore, I have to tell you one thing. You were right. That it is an amazing story. You are right. That it is a main event worthy attraction. Everything was ready. The stage was set. Paragon of Greatness, Claymore the Good Man, Say Your Prayers match, the main event of Immortal 8. All that had to happen was I had to earn that number one contendership and you had to defend your world championship one of us delivered
1: okay so paragon that being
3: said what happens if you lose that match
8: a moment ago i uh talked about sacrifices that were made and you know how he implied that i would sacrifice the rawf universe for myself That cannot and will not happen tomorrow night. This match isn't just about myself. It isn't about Claymore. It isn't about the things he said about my family. It isn't about main events. It's not about prestige. It is about the soul of the R.A.W.F. universe. For me to fall on my knees and beg for mercy To say my prayers to this false idol in the middle of that ring would be antithetical to everything that I stand for and everything that I have built over my time in R.A.W.S. This match tomorrow is going to be about sacrifices, because it's going to be about Claymore sacrificing his pride, sacrificing his dignity, and sacrificing the facade of the good man – when he sniffles and cowers on the ground and shows everybody that he is exactly what I've said that he was all along.
1: All right, it all comes to a head tomorrow when you take on Claymore in the Say Your Prayers match. It's almost as big of a match as the other match you're involved in, the main event of Immortal. uh, It is for the World Heavyweight Championship, it is you versus the Immortal Griffith. We've joked many times about how this is the battle between you two, uh, you know, number 50 or whatever. It, it, you know, it hasn't been that many, but we joke about it. But you two have faced the off against each other on many, many pay-per-views in the past. It is one of the greatest rivalries in RAWF history. Tomorrow night, main event at Immortal, World Heavyweight Championship. It got a little heated last week between you two. You've had a week to dwell on what on on what was said and what was been going on, and what you you know. What are your thoughts now going into this huge main event tomorrow?
8: I could come out here and make a joke about how I turned up the heat and Griffiths jumped out of the kitchen last week, literally walking off the radio show. But that's not true because. We've all seen the immortal Griffith and what he can do. If you turn up the heat and he walks out of the kitchen, it's not because it got too hot. It's because this son of a bitch is coming back with a flamethrower, and that's what he did. Uh, What I'm about to say, I say with full awareness of the irony of the fact that I'm this white bread nerd that most people have positive things to say about, but – generally have this idea of who Paragon of Greatness is, and it's, it's far from a cool guy. And the immortal Griffith is the epitome of the, the badass antihero, the guy that you love to hate. And I fully understand that when I paraphrase the great philosopher Phil Brooks. When I say, I don't hate Griffith. I don't even really dislike Griffith. I, In fact, I like Griffith. In the very least, I respect him, and I have a lot more in common with him than most people in the back. What I hate is the idea that he is the best, because he's not. I'm the best. Nobody wants to hear facts and figures, and even if you kill yourself every single week trying to put every single member of the roster over – If you try to take a piece of that pie for yourself, they'll turn on you like that. But sometimes, in this world, you have to take what's yours, even if you have to apologize for it later. The Immortal Griffith is often vaunted as the single most decorated champion in RAWF history, among all other things that is his biggest claim to fame. More championships than anyone in the history of the most competitive company in the world. But I'm going to throw a number at you. Three. Three title reigns separate the legendary total of the Immortal Griffith and that of yours truly. And let me tell the world something that you should know. It should be pretty obvious. The Immortal Griffith won a hell of a lot more cha- than three championships before I entered this company. From the moment that I walked through those doors, I have won more championships than any other wrestler, Griffith included. Since the moment I walked through those doors, I have earned more rankings points than any other wrestler, Griffith included. And since I've walked through those doors, I have main evented more Immortals than any other wrestler, Griffith included that's not ego he'll tell you any given you know hell i will tell you any given sunday that i have to improve my game i i'm not the i'm not always going to be the best if i don't always improve myself and it's not sour grapes that griffith is considered the top guy because i sing the man's praises almost every time we collide it's not even really trash talk ahead of our big match we've done plenty of that the tickets are already sold what it is is an objective fact the truth of the matter is that griffith isn't just world class that would be an insult to his skill when motivated there is no human no monster no demon no angel no god on his level and there may never be he's not world class because that would mean that there are others in his league and there aren't There's only one. Griffith is a destroyer of worlds, and he can dust off the most ferocious opponent with the flick of a wrist. He knows it, and I, on the other hand, have to scrap and claw, bargain and plead, sweat, bleed, break my back, pass out, and wake up the next morning and do it all over again to get where I'm at. And it's been a hell of a ride to get there, a ride that I can be proud of. It's Tomorrow night. In the main event of Immortal 8 Once again We're going to see a cold Hard objective fact The Immortal Griffith Could be the best But I will go into that ring I will work harder than anybody Ever has worked I will be damned if he walks away Without a fight And in the end I will be the better man
1: It all comes to a head tomorrow night, Immortal 8. The Immortal Griffith, the Paragon of Greatness for the most coveted singles title in all of Wrestler Unstoppable, the RAWF World Heavyweight Championship. Thank you, Paragon, and good luck. Thank you. Ah... So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to bring in Mr. R.A.W.F. Thanks. He uh, has this, tomorrow. He will be uh, organizing, as he always does, the halftime show, uh, the half, yeah, the halfway show, whatever you want to call it here at Immortal. Please welcome.
0: Every boundary and now it's retribution time Cause the
1: Mr. R.A.W.F., the Duke of Self, uh, the ruler of the island of the Republic of Adnoids. He is
3: Judgment. Good evening, Judge. Judge, unmute.
7: Yes, I had to unmute.
1: Good evening, Judge. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can Can you you hear hear me? me? Yes. Yes.
7: I, yes, I can hear you. Yes, let's 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 start this over. <clears throat> Good evening,
1: Amadeus. Right. Good evening, Judge. So, yes. yes. First of all, how are you and how are things over in the Republic of Adnoid? The
7: Republic of Adnoid is great and speaking of that, I have a
1: banner that I need to put up tonight. You have a banner? Yes. I I'm scared. What kind of banner do you need to put up? and where
7: oh, hey, this is look, look, look over here at Field. Look over here. Let's watch, watch them. They're right going right to right unfold there. it right there. There it is right there. Immortal pay-per-view brought to you by Judgment and Spermicide Nation. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? It's, it's,
1: it's very nice, Judge. I, I have to admit Very
7: nice. Very nice. Look at that banner. Very Right there. Yes yeah. I have got you I have I have I I have done it I have got this. I I went out and I have got it took a lot of bargaining and it cost me a lot of money but you're worth every penny of it on a day I mean come on you bring the biggest stars the biggest celebrities the biggest the biggest pay-per-views ever and I had to bring the biggest group for your show
3: this year, oh, the biggest group, and who would that be? Just?
1: Yes,
7: and well, you saw, I, I know there was pictures of the buses being pulled in to, at to Soldier Field, and I, 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 and this group doesn't even need a band. This is this is how bad it is, but this group does not need a band because they produce their own music. Uh, performing at your halftime extravaganza is the one and only.
1: Pen and, pen and The The magicians from Las Vegas?
7: No. The Grammy Award winning, the 14-time Grammy Award winning, ACM uh, Award winning, uh, Billboard Music Award winning, they're, they're breaking records left and right, Pen and Tonics.
1: Oh. Excuse me, boy. Oh, okay. Well, nice judge. How did you get them? Yeah,
7: you know, give a little favor here, get a little taste different on that side, a taste different on that side, and they
1: pretty much do what you want them to do. Wow. All right. I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. I suppose I sh- should listen to some of their music so I get familiar with it. But anyways,
7: you don't.
1: You you you, you, you,
7: you no. Jesus, no, no, don't listen to no music. Just wait till tomorrow. Trust me, you're gonna love this. You're gonna love their. You're gonna love what they're gonna do. I I like them. I like them. I mean, who knows? Yeah, you like them. All
1: right. Well, Judge, but you um, know it
7: is There's one thing I want to say before I leave. There's one thing I want to say, and I mm-hmm. understand you was on here earlier and you was talking about your GMs and what an honor it is to work under you and work for you and everything. And you have you have some of the best GMs around. You have Koo, you have Paragon, you have you have, you, have, you have you have a lot of different GMs here. But we couldn't do what we do without having an awesome leader as you. that round, turn around, turn around. Okay. And I want to say thank you for everything you do because I've told you this before, and, and, and I'm telling you again. This again, there's no one, and I've wrestled, and been in many different companies. There's no one that puts on a pay-per-view as you do. There is, there's, there's, I mean, there's no one. There's no one around that can that can measure up to the standards that you put in, the time and effort that you put in to make sure your pay-per-views rock. And for that, I want to say
1: thank you. Well, thank you, Judge. And you have been a steady force in RAWF, not just as a GM, uh, but as a supporter, as a competitor, and as a friend for these all these, for these so many years. And I appreciate you so very much, so much that I'm going to let you, since, you know, usually... At Immortal, you have a big match that has some for some reason that hasn't come to fruition this year. Maybe it's just because you wanted to downplay it and let everyone else step up front. But I do believe we should right here, right now, spin the wheel and find out who you face tomorrow at Immortal. What do you think?
7: Okay, yeah, that sounds great. Let's see who I'm going to see who 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 the unlucky person is
1: tomorrow. All right,
7: let's do it. Let's (laughs) just.
1: this ought to be good. Two R.A.W.F. Hall of Famers will battle tomorrow at Immortal 8 when Judgment takes on Raven the Enchanted.
5: You right? Excuse me?
3: Did I stutter?
1: You know Raven? Right. You know? Raven. Right. Yes. You're taking on Raven tomorrow. Oh. So, what? Is that is that a problem? I didn't
7: know. I didn't know Raven was still able to make it to the ring.
1: Oh yes, Raven's been competing. Just, just she's she's. It will just be wait, you, just versus? get this straight.
7: You said Raven, not Wrestling Mama, correct? I think you
1: would have known if I had said Wrestling Mama. You know,
7: they both have the mustache going on, so I got I got, I got to kind of, I, I, I can't, I, I can't. Separate them, you know. And if you look at them in the dark, they both had the mustache thing going on. So yeah, Crow Pie, Crow Pie, oh Crow Pie Raven.
1: Okay, I know who we're talking about now. Yeah, I know you are talking about. Yeah, now. that Raven. You know, fellow Hall of Famer. Fun. Yeah, yes. All right. So have, have a good match is, with is, Raven
7: is, tomorrow. Is, is that? Do you have weights on that wheel that when we spin it that it goes to certain names?
1: Never, I would like never, never that do. That I would ball. never do such a thing ever.
7: No, never do that. Never, never do that. No.
1: Uh-uh. All right. Well, good luck again. <laughs> well, I'm ready. looking
7: forward to. It. I'm looking for a great pay per view tomorrow night, and I'm. I can't can't wait to see it, and I I I, I can't wait to to find out who is who is going to be. You know who who's, who's going to go. You know we, we got other things to do tomorrow too. It's going to be an awesome time.
1: All right. Well, Judge, good luck to you tomorrow against Raven. I look forward to your the 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 what yeah, are they called the gin and, the gin and tonics. Gin and tonic.
7: What? Oh, the pen. The Sorry. Pen and tonic. Oh, you said gin and tonic. you so. <laughs> you know what. I was gonna pull for you. I was gonna, I was gonna come down to the ring side and be by, by your in your corner for your match. But you know what? No, I'm gonna be in Vetcher's corner. But you know why? I can't wait for her to slap that blonde out of your hair.
1: What? Yeah. You're gonna do what now?
7: Good day, sir.
1: Good day, sir. But you. Okay. That was Mr. RAWF, the leader of the of the Republic of Adnoids, Judgment. And uh yeah. Alright. So next up, tomorrow an old rivalry continues, one of the oldest rivalries I've I've known here at Unstoppable, when this man takes on the one and only Jericho Page, he is Ladies and gentlemen, he is a Hall of Famer himself here in R.A.W.F. He is the Razor. Good evening, Razor. Good evening, L.A. Well, the big night tomorrow night for you, the, an old rivalry renewed once again. You she just, you just cannot seem to leave you alone. It's been this way for years. It is you, Jerica Page, on the biggest stage of them all. In a high voltage steel cage. Uh, I mean, you know her like the back of your hand. You've wrestled her so many times. It's 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 it's, it's been going for years. What are you doing to prepare for tomorrow's big match? Uh,
10: just about everything that I can. I mean, when it comes to me and Jerica. She always brings an energy and tenacity to the match that uh, makes you expect anything. Anything can happen. And it would not surprise me at all if both of us were left laying in the ring tomorrow and the RAWF crew had to pick up the pieces.
1: Do you think by any chance that tomorrow's match with her will be the last match between the two? That the, you will finally settle it once and for all? Or do you think this is just going to be another chapter in this ongoing, I don't want to call it a relationship, but ongoing uh, situation with Jerrica Page?
10: It's hard to say, LA, because as you know, she always comes back and wants more. She's the one that keeps asking to get into these matches with me, and we'll just have to wait and see what happens.
1: Well, Razor, it should be very interesting. One of, uh, Definitely one of the matches I'll be keeping an eye on. Uh, and, of course, you know, you at Immortal Hall of Fame. Uh, with that being said, let me ask you, Uh, Same question I asked Coogs earlier as a fellow Hall of Famer. If you could name uh, one or two people that you think should be in the Hall of Fame, who would they be?
10: Well, I thought about this the other day after Paragon posted his video, and I think Paragon should be entered once again for all the RAWF promotional work
1: he has done. (laughs) <laughs> you think he should be a two-time Hall of Famer Just for all that Okay well that's an interesting Concept but I don't know that That's how it works But uh, anybody else Any Another quick uh...
10: Yes uh, I would have to go with uh, Vex's suggestion Of Unstoppable Because that that thing does so much for RAWF. It's
1: it's amazing. All right. All right. All right. That's, I can't disagree with that one. Definitely can't disagree with that one at all. All right, Razor. Well, good luck to you tomorrow against Jerrica Page. Another chapter in the storied history between you two. Good luck, sir. Thank you. All right. So we have a new caller to RAWF after tonight. He is the atheist wall, Chris Sharpenstein, now joining us. Uh, Chris, are you there?
3: Yes, I am. How are you doing? Uh,
1: The atheist wall, Chris Sharpenstein, just recently joining RAWF, but jumping right into the thick of things you have been, including into uh, this. six-man tag against uh, uh, the Caliber Brothers and Demented Fallen Angel, you will be teaming with Zyberlinks and the Lord of Pain, and collectively, I believe you are known as the Void Hackers, correct?
3: I believe, yes, yes,
1: yes. So, I mean, you've been very vocal since joining. There's no doubt about it. You've been all over the place. Uh, talk. And who is that that accompanies you? What's her name? I A Ava. Ava, tell me tell me more about Ava. She seems a uh, she seems like an interesting person.
3: Oh yeah, you know, helps some wrestlers have a valet. Usually, someone in their corner, usually speaks on their behalf. You know how that goes. As right. to me, I mostly have my actions do all the talking especially during my matches over the past couple of weeks with injuries within so there's that.
1: Well, let's talk about let's talk about this talk about the Void Hackers and how you got involved with them and uh you know why you came to RAWF what's your goals?
3: Well, my goal is destruction and Seeing me, I'm usually the destructive type, kind of person that inflicts injuries in his matches everywhere he goes. I have sent quite a few people to the hospital over the years, and suddenly approached me asking me to join them in their six-man tag, which, sure enough, I can agree. Seeing how I am more active in the ring, and And I became so intrigued with this whole Void Hacker thing, I've decided to align myself with them.
1: Okay. (laughs) Well, definitely should be interesting, and then, of course, you also uh, accepted a challenge from Jake Bagwell for a Foo Bar City street fight tomorrow. Talk to me about Jake Bagwell and what why you accepted that challenge.
3: Well, as a hardcore wrestler, I tend to mostly compete in matches that involve false count anywhere and injuring my opponents. And of course, it's my very first Foo Bar Street fight. Jake is a very good wrestler. When I heard that he was looking for a hardcore challenge, of course I would step up. Because knowing me, hardcore standards, and as a technician, I tend to at times use submissions to often support the injuries causing them worse.
1: Okay. So talk to me about your long-term plans in R.A.W.F. What do you hope to accomplish here?
3: Well, it actually varies because right now I'm on a destruction path because it's like I say from time to time, destruction is the only way to success. And slowly but surely – I would gradually work my way to the rankings. I mean, sure, I have lost a couple of matches so far, but that doesn't mean I'm giving up that easily, especially when they're torn ligaments left the match. Sure, I get them too, but I'm still standing, ain't I?
1: You certainly are. Well, Chris, I wish you good luck in your R.A.W.F. endeavors. I wish you good luck tomorrow at Immortal in both uh, the six-man tag and the FUBAR City Street Fight. Uh, a good start, to you, your pay-per-view debut at Immortal. doesn't get any bigger. Yes. Yeah. All right. Good talk, Chris. We will talk mm-hmm. to you again soon, all right? Yes. Yeah. All right, that was the atheist wall, Chris Sharpenstein, ladies and gentlemen. Good talk. Now, time to bring on my opponent for tomorrow's Immortal. We'll be we'll be doing the thing, having a match in front of her hometown crowd. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lady Vex. Vex, good evening. How are you
11: tonight? <laughs> good evening, LA. I am fantastic. It has been uh, it has been a great week. It has just been so much fun with all the immortal preparations. Um, I, I, you know, this is almost exciting as the anniversary preparations because we know what's going to happen a little better at Rattiversary. And with Immortal, there's so much that could happen. Um, It's, it's so much fun. These, uh, these big, big pay-per-views.
1: And of course we're having it in the, one of the oldest stadiums in North America, Soldier Field, uh, historic landmark it's been you know it was constructed i believe in i want to say 1927 uh, or somewhere around there and it's hosted so many things from the from special olympics to concerts to national championship games though of course uh the, the 85 chicago bears super bowl season all that good stuff it all cut co- and tomorrow it hosts immortal eight uh, looking forward to it. How often have you been to how, how many how many football games have you taken in at Soldier Field? I know you're a big Bears fan.
11: <laughs> I've lost count, really. Um, you know, it's it's always something that is absolutely exciting. Um, God, just going there and tailgating, just just being there for the tailgate itself, and then getting in there and. The excitement of the game, uh, you know. They, I love baseball, no doubt. I love going to Wrigley Field for my Cubbies. I, I don't hate the White Sox. I hate their fans, but football has something alive about it. There's it. It's something that you just you feel the entire day, and that's kind of what this week has been, is feeling the electricity in the air leading up to Immortal.
1: And, uh, you know, like you, I've been running the circuit through Chicago all week, get, doing the promotions for Immortal. And, uh, you know, I, I I hear it everywhere I go, people chanting your name, especially when they see me, knowing that I'm going to be wrestling you tomorrow. Uh, They want to, they want to, they want to rub it in. You know, this is definitely, I I am definitely the away team uh, tomorrow uh, as far as uh, (laughs) the audience will be performing in front of, but uh, I hope, I would, I would hope that you know that you are in for one hell of a fight tomorrow at Immortal, that I am not, that I am not. Taking it easy, I am not doing this just because I want to do it at immortal and the I'm not doing this for fun. I honestly <laughs> want to kick your ass tomorrow at immortal
11: i honestly um if you didn't give me your all tomorrow i would i would pull your hair out um there there would be blonde in every turnbuckle um <laughs> <laughs> if I if I didn't get your all, um, I would be severely disappointed. Um, I, I Hobo just gave me his all in that finals for anything goes. I mean, you saw my shoulder got ripped out, um, and I'm good now. But I mean, still, I wanted I I want that match. I want that tough, you know leave everything in the ring and by no means are you completely the underdog let's be honest there are plenty of people on this card that chicago doesn't like at all and that's not my fault that that's 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 how the fans are that's okay you know there's places i go that i don't get a pop at all and uh you're you're definitely liked here enough because you have brought r-a-w-f to everybody there are enough fans of r-a-w-f that they do still love you you put something magical together and uh while you might be my opponent tomorrow you are still the person that brought us all here
1: oh well i appreciate that and like i you, you saw my interview with stacy Burke earlier this week i'm sure <laughs> it was, it, it, i yeah. did and uh you know I I have been working my ass off there's no doubt I probably am a little sleep deprived although I plan on getting a full 8 hours tonight because I know that I'm not want, as much as I want to kick your ass I know I'm not in I'm I'm not against a jobber I'm not even not even <laughs> close I, I am against, not up against one of the, the, the
11: belt collectors
1: of the world huh? Ooh <laughs> uh well you know I, 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 I was going to go go with Sophia McFadden or you know someone like that, Ooh. but we'll go Ooh. but, but <laughs> did, did I say that out loud well, i never i mind. mean you just uh,
11: stick a magnet to Zyber's head, or you know we could go uh, on all night <laughs> <I
1: know. clears throat> oh, but at any rate yeah i know I, I i am not i know it's not gonna be easy tomorrow, but I also know. Uh, I am going to bring everything I have at you, including the kitchen sink. As a matter of fact, I'm even going to be bringing you a present to ringside tomorrow.
5: Oh
11: boy! <laughs> um, and uh, you know, we'll leave that as a surprise. I look forward to find out what that is.
1: Hmm. Well, let's just say it's, let's let's just say it's something I found that I think uh, you could use.
11: You know, I'm I, I am all set on hair products, but go ahead. Absolutely no, do that. what you need to. No, <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. I don't I know. No, no. no. I, but at any rate, it it won't be hair products, I promise. But at any who <laughs> Good luck to you tomorrow. Uh and to be honest, you're gonna need it.
11: Uh you know, I've I've got a few surprises up my sleeve. Uh you know, I've been uh, plotting and planning, and, you know, there's there's been some things I've been trying to get back into. Um, got back into Anything Goes Again. Got uh, back into some of Psycho Girls things. And you know what? I'm actually, this this time, I'm getting back into Tags, L.A.,
1: we, oh, really? It's been a while yeah. since we've seen you in the tag team division, and just just who are you going to be teaming with? I'm I'm curious.
11: Well, I mean, you know, I've I've had three tag partners in RAWF, and I've gone to the tags title match with every single one of them. Um, my partner this time, uh I see something brilliant coming
5: in with it. Um let me
4: introduce you to him. Excuse me. How you doing, Wolfman? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Time well, <to> now. See.
1: <laughs> well now. Okay. Well that's gonna be a, I, I, I right now that that to me uh is a wake up call with the tag division. Because that one is <laughs> you and Maeve, yeah, that's gonna be yes, a tough team. Sir. and, and What's the team name?
2: <laughs> Maybe. Well, we
4: thought long and hard, and, you know, there were some things that we thought of and dismissed outright and some things that we lingered on. But we finally settled on something that I think sums up what we're about pretty well. We're going to be called Friendly Fire.
5: <laughs>
1: okay. I like that. Friendly Fire. Hmm. Tag teams out there? take note because i have a feeling these two are going to be contenders. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. All right. Wow. So that's a that's huge. That was huge right there. And uh so, all right. Thank you ladies for both. Good luck to you in the tag division should be fun. And again, Vex, uh, good luck to you tomorrow.
11: Make sure you uh, don't wear anything flammable. Say hey, what? Flammable. That <laughs> that your hair products are kind of flammable. You're you're gonna watch it. Want to watch that? There's there's a lot of pyrotechnics in my entrance, and uh, when I win, there's there's a lot of fire.
4: And don't go scorching his hair, hair, Vexy. You promised me some so I could make a friendship bracelet. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry. I better write that on my hand
11: post-it notes don't make it to the ring
5: all right
1: all right thank you ladies very much all right next up ladies and gentlemen is the I believe we have a new caller here let me see Lord, did I even put him in there? I don't think I did. Nope. I'm gonna bring on the Lord of Pain now, uh, Denunzio. He's got a few big matches tomorrow. Denunzio, Lord of Pain, are you there? Hello.
12: Yes, I'm here. How are you,
1: LA? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm fine. Um, uh, so from one Lord to another uh you know immortal's the biggest show of the year tomorrow you're in you know you've got you're in war games you're in a six man tag and you're probably going to have a singles rankings match as well you're gonna be very busy uh where is your where is your priorities right now when it- as far as it goes to those battles tomorrow which one are you looking more forward to the six man tag or the war games
12: any opportunities Dismantle Liam O'Shaughnessy is always high on my list, so that will be certainly something I am very much looking forward to tomorrow. But you have also not pointed out, I think, Killer Neptune' choice title tomorrow as well, an opportunity do some up-close research into his superhuman ability, which may allow me to become more powerful.
1: Okay. Well, it's certainly interesting, and I'm sure you're, you're, you're looking to get your hands on Liam O'Shaughnessy in that War Games. The two of you have had your issues as of late. Is that is that what you're hoping tomorrow that you're going to be able to take out Liam O'Shaughnessy?
12: If the opportunity strikes and O'Shaughnessy and I are in the ring together, then that will be brought forward. But I am not concerned about who I can, who I must fight tomorrow. If it happens to be one of the other members of Black Irish, part I am asked to do at the time.
1: All right. Well, you do not have a one-on-one rankings match scheduled as of yet, uh, but I can take care of that right now. If you'd like to spin the wheel and find out who your one-on-one opponent is, would you like to...
12: Let, Let fate decide by spinning your wheel.
1: Let fate decide. All right. We shall do so. Let's just spin the wheel and find out. Well, I know that the man you formerly were, Mike DeNunzio, would either be excited or be pretty ticked off about having to face this man. But uh, face him, you will. Uh, you'll be taking on Money Sue.
12: Well, we shall see what happens.
3: All right. Lord of Pain, good luck to you tomorrow, tomorrow. It's a
1: big night for you. Uh have fun and uh we will talk to you again soon. We'll find out what happens, all right?
12: Yes, we shall. All
1: right. There we go. All right, folks, it is now time for our promotion part of the show. we got about nine minutes left to go, so all those of you still holding on will get a chance to promote if you wish. So I will start with Maeve. Maeve, is there anything you'd like to promote tonight?
4: Well, I would. As, as awkward as it, is, it may seem to uh, advertise another company's pay-per-view on the same day as your own, uh, I am helping to run the NMW pay-per-view lethality tomorrow night. Uh, so if anyone wants to pop in, I left a link for you, uh, and we'd love to see you there. I'm defending my women's title, and uh, Miss Lad there is going to be facing off against uh, Unstoppable's God Scythe in the main event. So it should be a good show. Um, got got made me very busy tomorrow. I've got four pay-per-view matches.
1: <laughs> All right. Thank you. Maeve, Vex, anything you'd like to promote tonight?
11: Um, yes, I am still um, sharing the suicide awareness scene uh, for the tournament for Rook. Um, and I completely spaced on the other thing. Um, Unstop a bot for R.I.W.F. Hall of Fame 2021.
1: All right. Thank you, Vex. Paragon, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh,
8: It's interesting that Vex would say that because I recently discovered this this thing. It's called the Twitter machine. I don't know exactly what it does. but I, I keep seeing this thing popping up on the side, and I, I think it's a game. I keep trying to access it. I don't know how to do it yet, but it sounds very interesting. Everybody, if you, if you know how to work the Twitter machine, you should um, you should definitely click on that um hashtag Unstoppabot for Hall of Fame thing. I don't know what it is, but it sounds really cool.
1: Okay, thank you, Paragon, uh, Mister Sharpenstein. Anything you would like to promote tonight?
3: Actually. I'm glad you asked. I'm promoting two companies, both established by me. First is Mohammed Desert Wrestling, which is a hardcore promotion. The doors are open. I've established the company from scratch. Basically, it has two shows, version of one. It knows you as a recruiter and a showrunner. And the second one is Inland Empire Wrestling. Yeah, you could tell both promotions are named after where I am from and I grew up around. Isn't it power wrestling? Isn't the isn't hardcore? And I'm gradually rebranding it. So if you have any open company slots, feel free to message me privately, and we'll discuss contract negotiations as well. Thank you very much.
1: All right, thank you, Chris. Uh, judgment anything you would like to promote tonight? Uh,
7: yes, I want to promote uh, something tonight that is very, very important to people. I want to report I want I want to promote the vintage 1978 toy Speak & Spell. Speak & Spell is an electronic handheld game that can be used for anything as far as learning to spell words as far as building up everything and even going as far as just having a good time on, 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 on anything. So, get the speaking spell. And also, be here tomorrow night for the immortal pay-per-view when Lady Bex will reign supreme in Soldier Field, just like the Bears over Amadeus. I mean, I, I feel bad for you, Amadeus, so I'm going to... No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to... You know, I'm not going to do that. Either. I feel bad for to there.
1: Oh, thank you, Todd. All right, and Elvac. Oh, right. He never showed up. Elvac. Okay. Well, um, if anyone has seen Vacant, please let me know. Get a hold of me because uh, I'm kind of worried he's never missed a show like this before without me knowing ahead of time. So if anyone has seen a Vacant, uh, please get in touch with me or, or, or the Chicago Police Department if you think it's necessary. With that being said, tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back here on air at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Announcement of this year's RADF Hall of Fame class. The Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament will start. I will hit the button at nine PM right here on air. And uh if you haven't joined it, you need to get in there now. You only have two, what is it? twenty-one hours to join the Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night is the biggest night in all of our AWF history. I'd like to thank all of you for being a part of it, and we'll ha- hopefully you'll have some fun tomorrow as well. See you tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This has been RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Good night, everybody.
0: The moment in your bones when, when the fire takes over, blood is running, heart is there as the battle gets close. Everybody who gave up is just a fuel for wanting him more than anybody else.